It's a lot more difficult than you thought. <laughs> All right, you ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the NBA show Friday, February 10th. And uh, yeah, new producer stepping in today. So <laughs> now we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit of a trade deadline recap. I got some winners, we got some losers. We have a nice juicy buyout market as well. And yeah, how are you doing, Sue? I'm doing fine. How juicy is that buyout market? I think it's pretty juicy. Yeah, no, I'm surprised by the amount of people who are on the buyout. Sorry that I'm not looking on the screen. I'm really quickly making the thumbnail for this. But I will also say that I'm one-handed. Either way, I think there's some shocking stuff. Like James Wiseman turned into Gary Payton II. Yeah, I wasn't – it took like, what, an hour? I was eating pizza during a lot of these, like the last hour. I don't even know. I went and grabbed some lunch, and I saw all these rapid-fire trades, and I saw that James Wiseman to the Pistons – and it was initially for Sadiq Bay, and I'm getting all excited. Yeah, I do and remember that. And continue. Sadiq's, oh, Sadiq's going to Atlanta, mm -hmm. and Golden State got draft picks. Yeah, there was a few trades where, like, I don't get this. I was like, they. It's not like that. They're like running out of characters. They just put out like a one sentence tweet, and then they wait two minutes, put out another sentence, and I was like, you could have released all this information in one fat tweet, right? Yeah, maybe they're trying to beat each other. Yeah, just do it line by line. I saw Woj one this year, but I think really? it's not as much speed as much. Well, like, I'd rather break the Kevin Durant trade than, you know, the Mike Mascala trade. Yeah, I mean, Crispy Haynes was in there a little bit. Mm. Okay. So I have a Yahoo thing here. Go. All right. To present this screen. All right, we already did KD. I don't know if you have any new thoughts. So we know. No we know thoughts we for us. Kyrie. All uh, right here. Kyrie. Can so, you zoom yeah. in? Can you zoom in uh, a bit more where it just so it just says Warriors effectively? Like, go to your top right corner. Are you on Google Chrome? Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, zoom <laughs> in. Yeah, and now, uh, yeah. Looks better, doesn't it? I don't know. I'm on this. Oh, it looks it looks beautiful. Right. Scroll scroll down a bit more. So you get like the whole there you go. Perfect. 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 Yeah. Now that's how I do it. Cause that doesn't that it look good. Yeah, it does look way better. You know, it looks like you yeah. have it cropped up and everything. Just a little little tidbit I can show you, you know? <laughs> okay, so like you said, I saw this trade and I was just like, let me take a sip of the coffee. Uh, I saw this trade and I was like, okay, Sadiq Bay for James Wiseman. I wasn't terribly mad, but I wasn't like, ooh. But then I saw Sadiq Bay to the Hawks and I saw Wiseman to the Pistons. And a few minutes passed by and no news came out. And then eventually came out that they got five second round picks. A face value. The fact that they couldn't get a first-round pick for James Wiseman says something. <laughs> he sucks. But the other thing is, is the Pistons came out and said that they think James Wiseman has more potential than Sadiq Bay at, at this point. Yeah. It's kind of like they're it's, – it's almost like a Marvin Bagley situation where it's like they're, they're kind of redrafting their player for a more high upside – 
I think uh, the the second round picks this year were kind of like the lottery protected. So five is an absurd amount. I view that kind of as like a first round pick. So I guess Gary Payton, you know, Gary Payton is is, is exactly what the Golden State Warriors need. He's exactly what they need. I don't I get why Portland traded. Why did Portland tra- trade him? Well, the joke is they call him GP two weeks. So, what do you mean that that he got he got kept getting hurt? Well, he was hurt like the whole year, and they paid him a fat bag. And he said that he was like, "Yeah, I came to Portland because they paid me the most." And you know, he was injured the entire season except for recently. And uh, two weeks. And, yeah, I was aware uh, of that, but I thought he was playing well. Like, not insane, but, like, he was being Gary Payton. Like, I, I – uh, Maybe because I – don't, I don't think so, but maybe because uh, Golden State's on a bigger scale and it's a lot better of a team. So, it just looks kind of better. Not yeah, like sure. Gary Payton the second right now in 17 minutes a night. Yeah, he's averaging four points compared to seven points last year, but he's shooting 58.5% from the field, 53% from three, three rebounds, one and a half assists, one steal a game. Like, it's not like he's terrible, you know? Well, yeah, okay, I guess terrible, but it's not, it's not ideal. No, no, I get what you're saying. It's or also – what I give as a grade, yeah. I give my initial grade right here. Oof, I think I give, dude, I think it's two C pluses. And then I give a B to Atlanta. I think Atlanta won this trade. Atlanta walked away with CD Bay for basically yeah. nothing. They didn't yeah. give up shit. Okay. <laughs> Detroit, you just gave up Sadiq Bay because you. it's either Sadiq Bay it doesn't have as high as a ceiling as we thought, or you guys suck at developing. James Wiseman, the Golden State Warriors could not develop you, or you just couldn't stay healthy. You know, and in terms of the fact that the Golden State Warriors can develop you, it says more about James Wiseman than it does about the Warriors, because the Warriors are a good organization that develops players. So for me, yeah, I give C plus to both like C or C plus to both the Pistons and Warriors and a B to the, the Hawks. The Hawks won this trade. They walked away with C Bay. Oh wow. You? I'm gonna go. Well, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Atlanta A plus. I think that was perfect. Because it what Atlanta gave up nothing basically. Yeah. Second round picks. I'll give you, Detroit a Like Detroit got a, the better. I think Detroit got a C plus and a C to the Warriors. I think the Warriors Man, are losing. I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the Pistons an A minus. Because what if James Wiseman is this superstar stud? They do have Beef Stew. They do have Jalen Duran, but they also want Vic. Sadiq Bay just wasn't working out in. He wasn't. I, I think he already reached a ceiling in Detroit. So. Maybe a B is more fair. Portland, I'll give a nice fat F. And Golden State, I'll do a B. You know, I I did find it interesting how it all how it all played out, but let's move on to the next one. I, I thought that was the the weird not the weirdest trade, but it was one of those trades where you're just like, damn. That just yeah. 
It is fascinating. Anytime the Rockets are in a trade, it, it catches my fancy. John Wall will be bought out immediately. Where do you think he goes? Real quick. Um, I'm going to go Miami. I'm going Miami, too. I mean, or, or, you know, the only other place besides Miami, you know where he goes? Back to Washington. Hmm. Okay. You know, he could really build up some value there. Well, he said it repeatedly that he wants – that he has not ruled out a return to Washington and that he wants to go to Washington and that Washington is still his city. Yeah, exactly. Like he's like a – Better opportunity there than than Miami too. I mean, depends. Like let's not deny the fact that I feel like Miami gives you a better chance of winning and like the idea – like Gabe Vincent, Kyle Lowry, and a John Wall rotation would be better than, yeah. No, I agree. But, but do you give him anything like more than the minimum? Oh, I don't. I don't think you need to. I don't think you need to do that. I'm not a big That's what I. Genius, but yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine no. For the Clippers, I think getting Eric Gordon helps them a lot. I send you guys text side because the they traded for Bones Highland first. Mm-hmm. And it was so weird because it was like, wow, okay, now they have all these guards. And then they end up trading away Reggie. They acquire Eric Gordon. I think the Clippers did a really good job this trade deadline. And then Grizzlies got Luke Kennard. I think that certainly – Helps them. I think it also kind of shows Danny Green is – I don't know if he stays on Houston, but I, I'm imagining Memphis, it probably didn't work out. They probably weren't too excited about, like, long-term for the rest of the year what Danny Green can provide them. You know, I, I find it definitely interesting with the fact that – okay, so I loved what the Clippers did. You know who they got? He got uh, the uh, – the, Favorite player of the show. They got the fan favorite. My Dude, girlfriend's favorite. How did they, they get him? My girlfriend's favorite player for Reggie Jackson. And that was <laughs> my boy. Also, I think the crazy – my boy Mason Plumley. But, like, the thing is, is they turned Luke Kennard. Also, it's crazy. Like, Danny Green, I didn't know he got traded until now. I I, I hadn't saw that he was thrown in that deal. Oh, wow. He's a rocket. Yeah, I mean – Grizzlies get Luke Kennard, just a shooter right there. But for me right here, this deal, I just – I thought the addition of Bones Highland and Eric Gordon – Eric Gordon goes back to the team where it all started. He goes home. He goes back to his drafted team. I think that that was cool. I really like Bones Highland. I love how everyone was tweeting like they're like Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford, Bones Highland (laughs) as part of that. I think those two trades at face value are really, really good because it's two microwave scores, which at the guard positions, which is something that they needed because they really were two. They're one of the few teams that you might argue that had way too many wings. Yeah. My biggest problem, my biggest gripe with this team is they still don't have a true point guard. They didn't really address it besides 
Like Bones Highland's more of a combo guard. Same thing with Eric Gordon. They both can handle the ball and pass, but you're not going to necessarily say you want them to facilitate your offense. Yeah. No, I think the best thing, I think their best move was the Mason Plumley move. Everyone's going to say it's either Eric Gordon or Bones Highland because Bones Highland long-term and Eric Gordon's just a commodity. But Mason Plumley, a guy having a career year, nothing against Zubats. It's just Zubats, you know, they needed another big there. And I think having Plumley and Zubats now, it's going to help that They're team. loaded. I agree We're, with you. I agree. They needed a point guard. I mean, I still don't know. I still am not quite sure. The thing with Reggie this year, too, and acquiring Bones is not only long-term, but Reggie isn't Reggie like he was last year. Mm. So what's up, Art? I think that Luke Kennard was a little bit confusing to me, but for Memphis it was perfect because imagine Dylan Brooks gets injured at any point. Now what? I mean, how comfortable do they feel about their depth? Imagine it's the first round of the playoffs, and I got to run in there basically like – they have some nice possible pieces, but I think it was in their best interest to go. So, out. what's your grade? I would say in this specific trade, yeah, I think Memphis. I I mean, it's kind of Memphis kind of fleeced them. It's kind of hard to like do these. In what were the picks? Game. I didn't know what was the picks uh, that were given up by the Clippers for... I know the Rockets got a couple seconds, but I don't know if it, that was this trade or the other trade. I don't think there was any firsts in this trade, right? No, no, no. I don't even know if a first got traded yesterday. But in this specific one for the Clippers... I, are we, are we just you. doing this trade? Just this trade, which would be the... This is the Eric Gordon trade, right? Yeah. So just the Eric Gordon trade we're grading, or are we grading all the Clippers trades? Do whatever you want. I think I, in general, I'd give the Clippers – I'd give this trade and the Clippers a B. I'd honestly give them a B plus. I'm giving the Clippers a B plus, and that's because I can't give them an A because they didn't really address the point guard position. Like, they did, but, like, they didn't get a pure point guard. Like okay. – I give them a B plus because they got Mason Plumley. They got three guys. Yeah, I give them a B plus right here. I I, agree. I just can't give them an A because I still think they don't have you know a facility, a facilitator. But yeah, no. And then think about changing this screen here. I'm gonna do it. What do we got next? Oh, it's whatever. All right. Lakers trade Pepev to Magic for Mo Bamba. Kind of weird because Thomas Bryant demanded a trade because he didn't get past the ball. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just joshing. But they got a couple of second-round picks in total, including the Thomas Bryant trade. Pepev to the Magic. I'm sure you're ecstatic about that. I mean, he's getting bought out. I think, but I'm ecstatic because he's going to the Timberwolves. He, he's it's already so? it's already been announced that um, a it was announced all, during the season that if Patrick Beverly were to be traded, he would be bought out, and if he was bought out, his number one destination would be a return to Minnesota. And B, he as soon as he was traded, it was reported that a reunion be between Minnesota and Patrick Beverly is likely. 
Gotta eat that. Sorry. No, you're good. Well, here I guess here's the big, the bigger move or the bigger picture of it. Clippers acquire Bones Highland, which, as Art's saying, was a ge- genius, brilliant move. Oh, go to go to Real GM slash News. That's the one I use. Where that, that's way better if you're trying to find one that like has it better structured. And then you can just go. Oh, dude, there's a lot of scrolling involved in these. Nuggets interested in signing Reggie Jackson. Wow. No, Terrence Wolves Rob- not expected to pursue Patrick Beverly. Really? That's some shit. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. They got Mike Conley. But they could definitely use Pat Bev every team. Oh, pussy. I can I can run the sharing. I didn't oh, realize that'd it. be huge, yeah. This Here is annoying, dude. I don't know how you focus and uh, uh we've been doing it for oh, months. Shoot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, okay, wait, wait. Let's talk about this. Gary Payton the second did not want to be in Portland. They got paid. Why else would he be there? He wants to go win another ring. It's not happening uh, in Portland this year. Sorry, well, I think this is a, a good little thing to talk about, a good little talking point, right? I, I Yeah, I mean, I, I don't – Should I, I read what it – Sure, what does it say? All right, so it's – I mean, that's probably there, probably true. Okay, so – Gary Payton II did not want to stay with the Portland Trailblazers despite signing with his team and is ecstatic to return. Uh, that comes from Jason Quick of The Athletic. Um, so let me search up Payton. Okay. So he was basically – they bas- so, yeah, they basically traded Gary Payton II for, and Josh Hart for Cam Reddish and Kevin Knox and Matisse Thibel. Payton was traded – and he indicated that he didn't want to be in Portland, an embarrassing development. Uh, so the reason is, is that for all this talking, it seems like Peyton, you know, he didn't really trust the front office, and that's really what it's saying. Like that. It's all, yeah, I don't know. I don't really. I'm siding with Blazers fans here. GP two weeks. It just didn't work out. I think both parties were. Ready to move on. I don't think it's no, I get you. All right, let's uh let's pivot right here and talk about this one, which is our man Darius Baisley is now a Phoenix Sun. And let me talk Phoenix about this. Mo- so last night me and Luke were hanging out, and Luke was like telling me he didn't understand this move and i feel like a lot of people didn't understand this move but for me when it happened i was like this is genius by the phoenix suns so the oklahoma city thunder only have one draft pick in this year's upcoming draft which means they needed a roster space basically everyone's under contract on their team going into next season except darius basley he was going to be a restricted free agent this offseason darius basley was one of the the first picks in this rebuild you could say he was a guy who was originally signed to the G League. Then he reneged on his decision to play on the G League 
and joined New Balance on a internship and then was a just right out right outside the lottery first round traffic. Darius Baisley was going to go into restricted free agency with very little, you know, indication that the Thunder were going to resign him. So the Thunder made the decision, we're not going to let Darius Baisley walk away for nothing. So really this was for the second round pick. Dario Saric was just matching salary. I would not be surprised if Saric gets bought out. The Suns get Darius Baisley because he's a combo forward who can average at the very least seven points, five rebounds, a block and a steal a game, maybe like two or three assists, shoot 50% from the field and like 34% from three. And he's a guy that if he does well, they're going to be able to give him a qualifying offer this offseason. And not only that, he'll be a restricted free agent so they can match any contract offer sheets he might receive. So this was basically helping them rebuild the depth because Darius Baylesley will help alleviate the loss of Cam Johnson. Obviously, he's not the shooter Cam Johnson is, but he can play the same position. He can play power forward, small ball center, and even if they want to go big, some small forward. So it was really a move for free agency and to help you know build up the depth because they'll probably resign him. At that point, that's why I give them a B right here for the 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 Suns. Thoughts? Um, yeah, I don't. I think it was all purely financial. Basically, is kind of interesting. I don't know if he's actually going to really play for Phoenix. Hopefully, he plays a little bit. He he's not the most efficient player, so there's a reason also why the Thunder don't want him back and to pay his next contract, and it's probably because the way he's playing. But neither here nor there. Derry just sorry. It's kind of tough to see him go because I know he's on an expiring contract, but I would have kept him. So I definitely would have kept him. No, I, I need a second round pick. Yeah, I, I get what you you're saying. Up a second round pick. What? Why do I need? I guess Darius. Like Darius could be this. He almost had like a 15 point per game year. So I guess it is fine. I think it's fine. I don't, I don't even know how to grade it for both sides. I think it was just a financial move for, for both teams. And So we have some breaking news. A trade? We, no. Oh, yeah. The Lakers were considering waiving Russell Westbrook if they were unable to trade him at the deadline. Yeah. Did we're you know this? Best intro. I saw this yesterday. I don't quite – Get the toxic part. I mean, you want me to read? Do you want me to read? Like, just skim over it. Okay, so for me, he came off the bench and had a comment right away. So, so this comes from Sam Amek and Yovan Buha of the Athletic. Russell, the situation between Russell Westbrook and the Lakers had become toxic in recent weeks. There was a strong sense from the coaching staff that the Lakers might have to resort to waving Westbrook if he was not traded at the deadline. The Lakers managed to trade Westbrook to the Jazz at the eve of the deadline in, in a move that improves their depth. Westbrook will be bought out, and he has mutual interest in the Clippers and the Heat. Coaches had grown up, grown frustrated with Westbrook's recent behavior, and he was upset with being openly mentioned in trade discussions. Westbrook walked off the floor of Tuesday's game in the second quarter slowly and demonstratively, which led to a confrontation with Darvin Ham at halftime. Yeah, and then they they dapped each other up. But yeah, the, I don't know, man. I see a lot of both sides out there. Like, oh, Russ, nothing but respect to Russ for being such a leader and a, a just veteran in this whole process. And then I'll see a report like this. So this certainly doesn't help Russell Westbrook's next team situation. But 
he had to go. So I don't, you know, it can, it can all, not everyone, not everybody can play in the crib. No, I just think, look, we saw how Westbrook turned out. Okay. He's a player who needs the ball in his hands. And, you know, hopefully D'Angelo Russell can buy, will buy in. Like we're seeing Schroeder, okay, who's a guy who wants the ball a lot, passing more and trying to fit in. Okay. Schroeder proved to be more of a vet than yeah. Russell Westbrook. He accepted his role and was less salty over it. And, he, and you know what? Dennis Schroeder had more reason to be salty because he lost out on a shit ton of money. And players like Austin it's Reeves – is perfect for LeBron because he's a shooter and he knows what to fit in. And Beasley and D'Lo will definitely be more of a better fit for this team. And even players like Rui Hachimura who want a big role and are all, all these guys are young and hungry. And the same goes for Mo Bamba, who's been on a bad team his whole career and, and was thrown into the fire. We'll see how he'll respond. But the thing is, all these players that have felt slighted will realize their role to stand and shoot and fit in next to LeBron. And, you know, and that's going to allow them to do it. And the thing is, is, Westbrook didn't buy in. You know what? He bought in for like a month and a half, but people don't realize over the last month and a half, Russell Westbrook was starting to play like his old self, and it was that like annoying old self that was pissing, you know, pissing us off. Just get the ego guys out of here. You're Thomas Bryant, and now you got to play behind one of the most healthy and the best center in the game of basketball, Nikola Jokic, and you want more playing time. Like you're you're a Thomas Bryant fan. I'm I was a Thomas Bryant fan. I like his game, but. Are you are you hating Thomas Bryant now? Well, I'm just saying, dude, you're playing with LeBron freaking James and Anthony Davis. Like play better. He plays he Thomas Bryant. I like Thomas Bryant a lot. I don't I think it was a move that they the Nuggets desperately needed to make, but he is the most soft. What how tall is he? Seven feet. He's the most soft seven foot player in the league. And Christian Wood exists. So <laughs> Thomas Bryant plays like a guard. It's crazy. He literally plays like a guard at seven feet. So, yeah, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Good call. Yeah. I can't believe they fleeced them. They fleeced the Russell Westbrook trade if they were going to waive him. It's unreal. So I think a great deal was the Spurs-Pelicans deal. Also the Lakers trade for Russell Westbrook. I give it the Lakers a B-plus because they were able to just get rid of him. So. I think I just, I just want to make A's really hard. That's why I'm not giving out A's. I just want A's to be like you earn them, you know? It was definitely an A to me. I think next year is a year for the Lakers. It's looking like a really hard road to climb in the West right now. Yeah, no. So let's pivot right here. You know what's a great deal that no one's talking about? Devontae Graham, four second rounders for Josh Richardson. And you're thinking – why four second rounders for Josh Richardson, who's an expiring contract? Well, I think most of three of those second rounders are so the Spurs would take on Devontae Graham's contract. Yeah. And one second round picks actually for Josh Richardson. And Devontae Graham is actually a great pickup for the Spurs because now they have a point guard under contract for two more seasons who could be like their vet in the room and help develop, you know, Trey Jones and Blake Wesley and the rest of the guards. So, like, Devontae Grant plays defense and shoots threes. And Josh Richardson, he's a low-key move who helps raise the ceiling for the Pelicans. And what he does is now the Pelicans have another solid defender in Josh Richardson that you, like, you have lineups where you could run Dyson Daniels, Josh Richardson, Herb Jones, you know, Jackson Hayes, and, like, 
yeah. Jonas Valanciunas or like Zion if you wanted to go small. Like you can have like ultra defensive lineups, you know? Yeah, Josh was a great get for him. I th- still think they need a point guard. I think they desperately need a point guard. But You don't believe in CJ and Dyson? I love CJ. I think it would be in their best interest. And Jose? A ball-dominant point guard, a guy who – or not ball-dominant point guard, but like a heavy passer so you can get CJ more off-ball and play him on-ball. Like the only point guard country. out there that would have been perfect for them would be like a Tyus Jones. And that was just going to not be That would have been an insane, insane pickup. But, yeah, this is good. Josh Richardson's great for him. And yeah. He is on a more unideal contract. So, next year, the Pelicans, too, you know, keep improving at that depth. Pelicans are a good team. Curious to see how the year ends. Yeah, no, I, I think the, the Pelicans are a good team. And it'll be interesting. So let's move on to the next. All righty. So we got right here. What? I had another trade that I thought. Oh, they actually offered three picks for OG. Yeah. Did that just mean the Nets were offered four for Macal Bridges? Yeah. (sighs) Why would you not take that trade? Yeah, I mean, just to summarize this one, I mean, it's uh, the Hawks get a shooter. Bruno solid, too. They're, he, Bruno's more solid than people think, and uh, the Rockets get much-needed veteran presence. So good move for both of them, Justin and Frank. And, you know, the Hawks can improve. Yeah, no, first of all, I find this deal funny because Bruno Fernando was drafted by the Hawks. But this was, uh, if you guys don't know, was purely a cost-cutting move. They traded Justin Holiday and Frank Kaminsky to the Rockets for Garrison Matthews and Bruno Fernando just to save money. Jeez, they are so cheap. Yeah. Why are both of those two guys on several-year-long contracts? Uh, Justin Holiday, six million, and Frank Kaminsky, veteran minimum. But Bruno Fernando, I believe, is on a minimum, and then Garrison Matthews is near minimum. And I think that he, he has one just, more year on his deal. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 you are right. We signed him. I, it's a very, very team friendly contract, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was four years, four mil. But I, yeah, I don't. Good for both teams. This does show me the Rockets are bought, bought, fully sold on Alpern Shangun as they should be. For me, I think like this. This was a oh, dude. Yeah, it's just they're so fucking cheap, and it's like almost annoying. Like you feel bad how cheap they are. You know, I don't. I I don't get why it was a money move though. Unless Justin Holiday was on a several year contract, are they just trying to get value for both of them? Basically, those are two guys who can help the Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks need a shooter, so that's exactly what Garrison Matthews is. So, right here, we have I mean, yeah, Garrison Matthews, a three and D guy. It's just like he cannot play defense. Garrison Matthews cannot play his lick of defense, really. He can't guard a cone, yeah. So, when he was on the Wizards, he played good defense. I I think there's a strong difference between good defense and hustle defense. 
Terry will hustle, but he can't play defense. Lakers acquire Magic Mo's Bamba. Magic's Mo Bamba for Patrick Beverly. I, I like it because of the TV trade. So it does help me feel more comfortable if AD needs some rest. Jerry Vanderbilt was a huge get, though. They'll, they'll go. He'll play, he'll play a lot of small ball five. So I like the Lakers roster right now. I had it pulled up, and of course, now I deleted out of it. But I really like the Lakers roster as it stands right now. Just don't know. It's, they got a long way to climb, man. Rui, Lonnie, Devon Reed, Wendell Gabriel, Troy Brown, Max Christie. A lot of hustle guys. Yeah, no, I think this uh, – I yeah, Mo Bomb is a great fit because as soon as they trade Thomas Bryant, we're all like, I guess they don't want to – like a center, and then they did this minutes. Well, the, the Jared Vanderbilt was a nice play, and Wenyan can play it as well. Mm-hmm. So Mo's um, – he's not somebody I desperately needed, but, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I wanted that. I want that extra insurance, and – at the time of that trade, we didn't know that Thomas was demanding a trade. So I was very confused. Yeah, when Thomas got traded, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, are they really believing in Wayne Gabriel and Jared Vanderbilt as their backup centers? And then the Mo Bamba trade. Dude, that video of Mo, that picture of Mo Bamba in the U-Haul rental van. It's like are a you bad see- bitch in it. Why is it? Why are they like all the yeah, I don't know that's why they're crouching. Pick. Yeah, that's like why? Pick. And it's like his dad crouching with him too. Yeah, it's, a, it's a bad bitch pick. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I don't know. He's 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 excited to get out of there. Yeah, I mean, I think I personally think Mo Bamba liked it in Orlando. No, like in the sense that, like, a like I think the only thing he didn't like in Orlando was they kind of moved on from him. But before, <laughs> like, like the first. His first four seasons, like, I think he enjoyed his in time in Orlando, you know? He was I beloved. Think, I, don't, I think if he was – I think if he enjoyed his time in Orlando, he wouldn't have taken that picture of look, look so giddy. I think he can't – Well, I think he's giddy because of what – I think he's giddy because of what we did this – I think – uh, well, uh, what I will say is shitty, and I don't know if it's really Orlando's fault. I think I don't think they expected Bull Bull and all these players to like pass. Bull Bull's Bull. not even playing. Though. I know, but like to start the season, like training camp, like I don't oh, yeah, was... like I don't think the the Magic expected all these players to be playing better than Mo Bamba after they signed him. And I feel like Mo Bamba felt jaded that like, why'd you guys resign me if you're not gonna, you know, play me as much? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, Mo Bamba can. Hopefully he plays for Los Angeles. He, he can certainly, certainly be valuable. His ability to shoot threes for being such a tall dude is it's very underrated. Lakers really are going to like that. I agree. I agree. Um, so right here. Okay. Let's. We were. Did we? We graded the the Clippers trades, right? Yeah. Yesterday oh, was a lot of money moves, and here's a good one. Matisse was huge. Yeah. This is the Jalen McDaniel's to the Sixers, which was wild. I didn't expect that. And we had. 
You know what? I think the Blazers, Matisse is a B, Sixers B plus for Jalen McDaniels. And what what did the Hornets get? Didn't the Hornets walk yeah. away? I think, yeah, they just got picks. That's all they got, right? Just pick. Oh, Steve McKayla went, I oh, believe, right. to the oh, Hornets. He was, in the, he was in the other trade. The hard yeah, but he was rerouted from the Knicks, from the Hornets. I mean, from the Knicks to the Blazers to the Hornets. So, basically, Steve McKayla and some picks for Matisse Thibault to the, the Blazers and then Jalen McDaniels to the the Sixers. Jalen McDaniels is perfect for the Sixers. They needed some size, and I think, can we be honest? I think Jalen McDaniels is the uh, P.J. Tucker replacement. Yeah, he probably will be. I think this was a beautifully done trade. I like it for both teams 100%. Philly needs a little bit more firepower because you're a contender. Why not get some more firepower? Matisse is nice. Is the Gary Payton, Gary Payton the second replacement? Yeah. Like yeah. he's their like they Gary need- Payton, Josh Hart, defense guy. Yeah, and Jalen McDaniels, I guess uh, Charlotte just didn't want to pay him his next contract because it's going to be – he's a good player. And I, I agree. I think eventually he'll beat out P.J. Yeah, no, I I, can, I agree. Great defender. He can – yeah. Well, what are your – might be an underrated sleeper move here. What is your grades? I'll go for uh, the Sixers. I'll go A-plus. And uh, for the Blazers, I'll go – A plus. But A plus trade. I just have to leave in a few minutes, so we're gonna just run through these real quick. The last couple Nuggets acquired Thomas Bryant from the Lakers for Devon Reed and three second rounders. I, I think this is an under first off, it's a, a B plus from the Nuggets because they finally get a backup center, even though you know it's only gonna be a rental. And I think it's actually a a B move for the the Lakers because they get three second round picks, but Devon Reed's going to be an underrated player who I think is going to have actually a larger role than people imagine for the Lakers. He's going to play like 15 minutes a night. He's the definition, quintessential definition of a 3 and D guy. Yeah, another win-win. Yeah, another win-win. That's a good one. And, yeah, I just think like both teams are going to enjoy both players. So. Yeah. For what's available with Den, what what Denver had available to them, I think a rim protecting, aggressive, physical guy is what they would in a perfect world want. Thomas can be some of those things most of the time, and he's still a good player. But you have Nikola Jokic, so it was either your backup center was either going to be DeAndre Jordan, you know, uh, Zeke Naji, Zeke Naji, like so huge. Thomas Ryan's a huge. I agree. Jordan Wara is part of the Pacers, Serge Ibaka and George Hill in two second rounders from the Bucks, uh, in part of the the Jay Crowder trade that they like rerouted. Like that, basically the Nets just wanted the picks, and like the Pacers were like, "We'll just take on the contracts." And they, I think, Serge Ibaka is being bought out. I believe George Hill will be bought out too. But basically, it was Jordan Wara. I, I've liked Jordan Wara, but he's a guy that, like, still, the shot needs to f- figure it out and he needs to get better at defense. But, like, the the potential is there. The reason why the, the Bucks traded him is that he's unplayable in the playoffs and he kind of had, like, fallen out of, fa- you know, favor in the rotation. Yeah, great move for the Pacers. 
just what exactly what they should be doing. And um, yeah, Bucks also got Jay Crowder, that, so that was huge. And yeah, just like you're saying with Jordan Wara, it just didn't quite work out. But he's got plenty of experience, and I like the gamble. It's not even that much of a gamble for Indiana. Wait, so Disney was thinking about selling ESPN. I didn't even but know Disney owned ESPN. You didn't know that? That's why they're so they're so um oh yeah. my god. Like, yeah, that's why they became gay. Like you well, know. did somebody who said no homo? Oh, Cam Thomas said no homo yesterday. Yeah, um post game and Yeah, so he's, basically he's ESPN has been spending less and less money and like they've been losing money ever since Disney took over and supposedly uh activist investors are uh publicly outcrying that Disney needs to sell um, ESPN because they're ruining it. I agree fully with that take. I think what was the um, – when LeBron – no, it wasn't Le- – who just retired? Did somebody just – Tom Brady retired the, on SportsCenter, I believe it was, had the, like a WNBA move as their headliner over Tom Brady. Tom Brady was number two, but – they had their headliner was something any I don't even it doesn't even matter what no disrespect to the WNBA but the best quarterback of all time just retired so yeah dude what's crazy is the Bucks traded five second round picks to the Nets for Jay Crowder yeah it's a first round pick right there it's a lottery protected first round pick I'm surprised that the Nets didn't want Jay Crowder I that doesn't the Nets can you agree now that we're a day after it that it was the worst downfall and. NBA history? No, I don't think it's the worst downfall of NBA history. I think the worst downfall in NBA history would be like the Los Angeles Lakers when Dwight Howard was traded there. And they had Steve Nash. But what do you grade this? I'm about to go, so... A+. Plus. A+. Plus? I give it a, a B+. Plus. I think... B+, plus, yeah. But, yeah, I think it was a good move. And right here, this was a funny move. This was just a B. Mike Muscala for like the Celtics. (coughs) They got them failed. Huge fails. Huge, huge failures to me at the deadline. You think? Yeah. The Bucs are knocking at their door. So is Philly. (laughs) What did the Celtics do? They got Mike Muscala. All right. Mike Muscala is he's a hooper, though. I'm going to go to work. I hope you do have a great day. Yeah, you too. Bon voyage, brother. Yeah. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I mean, I guess Monday, but cheers. Yeah, cheers. That's it for today. Thank you for watching. Like, comment. See you.